2: dot
3: com. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now he is Armstrong and Getty.
1: Live! From Studio C. C. Or we're in a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everyone. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Canadian truckers.
4: Okay.
2: I just think it's so interesting that the whole push and pull over often idiotic, unnecessary COVID restrictions has really reached its apex, its its climax, if you will, in the Canadian trucker uh, protest. Yeah. Hasn't really gotten going Ah, at such a level in North America, till now, uh, there there have been crazy protests in Europe, in Australia, not as much uh, in the States.
1: I heard an explanation for that. I'll have to run by you, see if you buy it. Love to hear it. Um, How you doing? a tough day, middle of the week. You ready? You ready? (gasps) Huh? Big finish. I face one of the most punishing days of paperwork of my life today. And for some reason I'm trying to like not think about that and do my job. But I just have so much paperwork to do today. And just like really, really annoying paperwork too. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I've gotten slightly better
2: at figuring out is worrying about this going to help in any way? Oh, I mean, am I preparing myself? Am I really planning or am I just stewing? No, I know it's I know it's not. Uh. I'm not
1: worried. I'm just dreading it. Oh, I hate I it. it. I'm, I'm, I I'm, hate it. If you told me, boy, after work today, you have to dig a hole that's 20 feet by 20 feet. It's going to be two tons of dirt. I think, okay. It's you know, going to take a long time. It's going to take a <laughs> lot of time, but I wouldn't. Whatever. It's got to be done. Paperwork? Forget it. I think maybe maybe I'll find out I have cancer before I have to do the paperwork, oh, and I'll geez. get to go to the
2: hospital. <laughs> wow. Wow, folks, he gets to say that. He's had cancer. (laughs) Please stop writing your outraged emails.
1: Anywho. Stop calling Neil Young and asking him to boycott (laughs) us. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what I heard. uh, Interesting um, uh, theory on why Canada and why some other countries. Canada, and I'll bet this is true in a number of the countries where they've had bigger protests than we've had in the United States. They don't have any outlet for their frustration. There's no Fox News in Canada, and there's almost no media coverage supportive of the trucker's point of view in Canada. Whereas huh. in the United States, obviously it's not the majority of the media coverage, but you do have some. You got talk radio. You got. Um, you've got. Uh, oh, 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 it was pointed out. You got a Ron DeSantis. There's no Ron DeSantis in Canada. Hmm. Huh. Um, you know, the person standing up for this, although a guy did emerge yesterday that we're going to quote here a little bit later, uh, a member of the Liberal Party in Canada who said, I think people have had enough of this and maybe yeah. they're right. Um, Amen to that. Well, but, and I think that's part of it. They well, go ahead but be, because they don't have an outlet for their frustrations. It's, you know, it's it's staying welled up inside their own minds and uh, and, and people are protesting like crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, There's more support, this person said, who follows news on both sides of the board. There's way more support for the trucker convoy in the United States media than there is in the Canadian media. How interesting. I got to think the other
2: factor, uh, and it relates to a number of the countries we just mentioned, is that they have cracked down harder and more uh, federally. They haven't even had the illusion of local discretion. And so people have been, and, and this gets back to, you know, one of my frequent themes, people have been railing about what's happening in their community, but they're railing to the distant capital. Yeah, They're petitioning the, the Wizard of Oz for redress of their grievances, and they don't even know how to get to Oz. <sighs> Yellow God. Brick Road doesn't run through their province.
1: God, it's so frustrating hearing all these stories about the various states that are... States that are ending their mask mandates. And then, you know, if you dig just slightly below the surface, um, there's so many caveats, it's barely true at all. And then, uh, yeah, you should have a long time ago. You should have a long time ago. You got counties in your giant state of California where it makes no sense, and none of the people want it, and their hospitals are fine. The state deciding that they don't get to make that decision is crazy. Then you take it another step further to the federal government deciding... Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in calunicornia, uh, corruptifornia is a decent little microcosm because it's as big as a country. Population is big as a country. Economy is big as as many countries on Earth. And it's a great illustration of how centralized control quickly becomes just idiotic, just inexcusably heavy-handed and Dopey. Oh, speaking of heavy handed and dopey, do you hear what uh, Ben and Jerry have been saying lately? Them and their stupid communist ice cream? The ice cream maker. I tell you what, those two weak acts, those old hippies, I, I can't believe they could make a gallon of ice cream if you spotted them a cow, some milk, and a churn. I mean, how do they. They
1: got. They're just. I'll tell you what they said in a little bit. <laughs> Let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, February the 9th, the year. 2022, new you in 22. We're Armstrong and and We approve of this program.
2: Okay, let's begin then. Officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Ramping up to full
1: speed at Mark. And Macron's saying that Putin gave him a personal guarantee. He told me he won't be initiating an escalation. I think that's important,
5: Macron said. The Kremlin denies Putin made any such commitment.
1: <laughs> How funny is that? That's ABC News last night. They're the only <laughs> outlet that, that did that. Every other news outlet in print that I was reading, too, just went with the Macron says uh, Putin promised. So de-escalation looks like it's happening, Jim. only ABC- news from Ukraine, Jim. <laughs> only ABC News followed that with the Kremlin <laughs> says, no, nah, that didn't happen. <laughs> Well, even if it had, what the hell does that mean? Well, if the Kremlin, it didn't happen. Obviously, if it was an important move, if this was a de escalation, the Kremlin wouldn't be denying it two minutes after news reports, all right? It didn't happen. Wow. That's hilarious. Wow. Hilarious.
2: <laughs> well, and Putin can stand up in front of the UN and pledge there will be peace in our time. We will attack no one. Then at lunchtime the next day, his tanks are rolling in. And he says, uh, uh, several of our soldiers came under attack. Uh, I was there at the time. Nobody came under attack. Uh, they came under attack. And the war rolls on. Let's, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> right. Um, uh, attack. Yeah. No attack. So many opinions these days. <laughs> Everybody has a blog. Am I wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, your point is, uh, even if he had said it, who cares? But the but, fact that, how is it a news story for a, for a news cycle that... Uh, m- m- Macron says Putin personally promised him uh, the Kremlin denies that that happened immediately. <laughs> funny, very funny. Was Macron that- just trying to, like, emerge as a power m- player? Yes, a yes, maker? as a broker. Yeah, yeah. Has there
2: ever and been anything truer said than if you to paraphrase Mark Twain if you if you don't follow the news you're uninformed and if you do follow the news you're misinformed yes that's the truest thing that's ever been spake it is I want to hear that about I'm the a ice man cream. who
1: says spake I like Ben and Jerry's ice cream you know I have to I have to look past the the Alec Baldwin flavor and then you know past the making fun of Trump flavor to just get some like regular mint chocolate chip or something but uh, I like their ice cream
2: yeah, they are a quality purveyor of uh, the the road to diabetes. No, <laughs> little <laughs> no doubt, l- little pricey. Yeah, it is. All right, I'll go ahead and tell you what they said. Uh, so they they comment on politics, and they're a bunch of freaking hippies. In where are they? Vermont, New Hampshire, something like that. One of your northern states
1: with syrup. Anyway, yes, uh, they're Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. I've been to the, uh, they'll toured the whole thing. Oh wow. See you're uh, you're a little soft on their point of view, huh?
2: A little friendly with them, huh? I'm soft on
1: Fellow ice. Fellow traveler. Huh?
2: Mm-hmm. Comrade. Anyway, they have more than a half million Twitter followers, which is odd. Ice creams can't tweet. Uh they posted a statement that no one needed uh, oh, this is actually I'm reading from an editorial in the Washington Post, but awesome. a statement that no one needed about the looming war in Ukraine, that no one wanted, with the possible exception of Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. Quote You cannot simultaneously prevent and prepare for war. Yeah, I know. Wait, what? We call on President Biden to de-escalate tensions and work for peace rather than prepare for war. This tweet, which seems to blame President Biden, not Putin, for escalating tensions, provoked well-deserved incredulity. Twitter wits suggested that appeasement is their least favorite brand of ice cream.
1: <laughs> and wondered, Appeasement. <laughs>
2: oh, that's funny. And wondered about the foreign policy views of Breyers, haagen and Bluebell.
1: <laughs> appeasement. That's oh. the funniest thing I'm going to hear today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ben and Jerry's that won't do business in Israel, but ships zillions of tons of ice cream to China. Please, you bunch of
1: dopes. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, Appeasement. <laughs> Fauci gave an interview to the Financial Times, which I is a very expensive newspaper that I know subscribe to. You know why I subscribe to it? You effers. You SOBs. Who are you yelling at? Financial Times. Ah. So, uh... One of the world's great newspapers, and they lured me in with some, uh, some rate to get you started to see if you're interested. And I thought, okay, it's an expensive newspaper. I'm going to do the initial rate, and then I am going to remember to cancel on time so that I don't end up paying. And it's ridiculous. It's like $40 a, m- a month or something like that. Woof. It, yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, they made it impossible to figure out how to cancel this. Mm. I couldn't find it anywhere on the website, not on the app, not on their website. I sent messages. I called. Oh, my I, gosh! I, I mean, I spent days trying to figure out how to cancel it before they were going to hit me with like a $180 bill and couldn't figure it out. And now I'm just a subscriber. Well, apparently
2: they've proved that they're better at finance than you are. So they're (laughs) worth reading.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's so uncool, though. That is so uncool. Be proud enough of your product. Facebook, Financial Times, everyone else. Be proud enough of your product that you don't have to try to hide from people how to quit.
2: Yeah, that's
5: weak. It is
1: weak. It ought to be against the law. You know, and I'm a free market guy, so the the way it work out is, you know, enough people will hear about it. It's damaged Facebook enough, so I get it. That's the way it should be handled. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just so freaking uncool for, for companies to do that. I hate that. It's like the, everything's a gym membership now. Back in the day, it used to be oh. just be gym membership. Now, you didn't cancel 90 days only on a Tuesday before a uh, harvest moon. So you are signed up for another six months. That's the way everything is now. Anyway... Yeah. Hmm. Dr. Fauci did an interview with the Financial Times today. Some of the things in it are just so freaking maddening. Hail Fauci. But uh, how does mailbag look? Uh, Like
2: the Afghan evacuation plans uh, coming together at the last minute.
4: Wow.
1: Man, our references and jokes are dark. Um, I don't know. We made funny ice cream jokes. (laughs) 415-295-KFTC for the text line.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
4: armstrong
3: and
0: getty
1: show what's that movie where michael douglas just gets out of his car in traffic and starts walking around he's just had it yeah falling down that's me today i'm that guy wow how does that end i've never seen the ending is not good i'm not going clear to the ending but you haven't seen that movie no, I oh haven't. wow! As a guy who lives kind of on the edge of that yourself, you really what? See it. Wait, <laughs> it's a great portrayal of of. Uh, I think that's why it was such a popular movie. The ending, you know, goes way violent and everything like that. But the the initial, you're just sitting there in traffic, and you got problems at home and work, and you just that's it you just get out of your car and you start walking and he's got mm-hmm. his tie on and his shirt and, and it's uh, michael douglas and uh the the cop who eventually confronts him in the end is robert duvall it's a it's a good movie but anyway that's yeah. me today that's uh, interesting i was without just the reading. ending without the end okay fair enough i was going to
2: sh- sh- share a little bit later a, a piece by a respected thinker about happiness and lack of happiness and that sort of thing and what he's realized it uh was really interesting good to stuff. me anyway uh here's your freedom loving quote of the day and i'm I grabbed this. It's one of my favorites. We've aired it before because it is so appropriate. I'd say apropos, but I'm not French. Um, it's It's so appropriate given masks on little children, for instance. The reluctance slash refusal of various governmental lunkheads uh, to rescind uh, COVID-era restrictions that never did any good anyway. And the greatest scientific bodies on Earth have, have declared unequivocally, this stuff doesn't do any good, but they still won't stop. This is the great C.S. Lewis quote. And you need to know in advance, cupidity means greed. Don't get hung up. It means greed. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good right. will torment us without end, for they do so with the
1: approval of their own conscience. Yep. I, it's funny. I was listening to a health official out of Los Angeles on the radio this morning. And I thought I was having those kind of, not with the fancy words, but those kinds of uh, thoughts. Right. Just you you feel perfectly comfortable saying and doing this because you think you're doing the right thing. And it's it's for the children. It's for the children. We've and, got and, to keep the children safe. And the, those people who disagree with me, it's just I need to keep them safe because they're not as smart as me. Right. Right. That's what the Canadian truckers are trying to express, too,
2: I think. Mailbag. Doug writes, guys, I'm the Chinese tennis player. What's her name? Feng Shui? I thought that was the practice of arranging your furniture to keep evil spirits from entering your home. (laughs) She's arranging her life to keep evil spirits from entering her woo-woo. Whoa, hey now. What? Wait, what, Doug? Come on, you're better than that, unless you're not. Poor start. Oh, let's see. What would the Chinese do, writes Dave? Guys, China's communist leaders follow a 100-year plan. The Olympics are just a blip. So I salute and honor any athlete who condemns China, but it's a sneeze in time to them. It's a sneeze in
1: time. Interesting.
2: Wow. Wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. I We come here every day. We try to do the best we can. We try to speak the truth. Maybe, maybe Jack, we're just a sneeze in time. Wow. I don't know. That's... Tom and NorCal writes, Jack, Joe, I just pulled up Spotify and searched the N-word to see what songs, artists, lyrics come up. Well, guys, there are a lot in all caps. You'll find artists, songs, albums that all contain the N-word. Why is it that only Joe Rogan comes under attack for saying that word? Why does this content have to be removed? When he said it, it was to open a discussion on its use. All these other examples I found on Spotify use it openly as if it's normal English grammar. Hell, there's even an N, a, a blank playlist. What gives? Uh, by the way, the headliner at the Super Bowl this year, Snoop Dogg. We're going to read you some of his lyrics coming up. Won't that be exciting?
1: Uh, the the yeah.
2: selective outrage is hilarious, folks. Don't be cowed by it. Don't be bullied by it. Don't take it seriously. Although, if they come for you, you got to take it seriously.
1: Fauci gave an interview. He needs a kicking. So, so, a Fauci kicking coming up in the next half hour. Hail
2: Fauci. Hail I Fauci. I
1: represent science. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, if you miss an hour, grab
0: the podcast ArmstrongandGetty.com.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: What if AI could help your business deliver mission critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X, and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at IBM.com/consulting. IBM. Let's create. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome
1: to- Today? Yes,
0: yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a
1: yes on the apple
0: pie? I this went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games! Yeah. So yes
1: or no on the apple pie?
0: Woo! I won again!
1: I'll take that as a yes, drive
0: around! Have you had your high five moment today? Only at High highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino, no purchase necessary, Void we're prohibited, play responsibly, conditioned, supply, see website for details. High Five Casino!
4: This is it, your moment. at Purdue Global dot EDU There you
1: go, Kid Rock. Uh, did the health minister in a health minister in Germany Yeah. Just suggest compulsory vaccinations for the general population? Sure looks that way. I'll have to dig into that some
2: more. Oh, that would not shock me at all. There have been a handful of Euro officials who've uh, spoken the forbidden words.
1: Wow! What, are you going to hold people down?
2: What are we going to do? Just a thought experiment. What would we do if there was a disease that killed, say, 2% of the population? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, since this
1: one's about a half.
2: Yeah yeah and, and, and virtually none of the young healthies yeah yeah, yeah. What, what what would the powers that uh,
1: exercise their glorious will for our well-being what would they consider justified then my uh, uh my kids aren't vaccinated and uh, if I can avoid it I'm not going to get them vaccinated I just I don't see the point of it but um you know you do you I don't care if you do I don't I no problem with that but um my son dropped a, uh, OMDB yesterday About the vaccination, if it comes to that. Over my dead body. (laughs) Oh, out of my cold 10-year-old
2: hand! What? (laughs) Wow, wow. That's something. So I don't know if you've followed the whole Joe Rogan flap. Uh, If you haven't, welcome back from Mars. Podcaster, he's uh, controversial, blah, blah, blah. COVID, blah, blah, blah. He discussed the use and non-use of the N-word. A number of times through history, a compilation of those instances was put together. People faked outrage, and, and it, he was forced to get on his knees and apologize and beg forgiveness.
1: And one of the interesting things about this is, obviously, it, it's not an accident that it came three days after the whole uh, COVID thing, COVID controversy. So people were out to get him. He's got to be ruined. He did some things that are outside of what we believe is right for COVID, so we've got to ruin him. Now let's turn it into something about race. Right. Because they're completely not connected. Oh, yeah.
2: Every, Every offense against us must be greeted with a professional death penalty. Every single offense, misdemeanors and felonies alike. And it's so incredibly selective. I mean, and you know, you could, I, I could point out a hundred examples. So could you. I mean, for instance, the, the media coverage of the Black Lives Matter riots and burnings and lootings uh, post George Floyd, as opposed to the Canadian trucker thing with its very few instances of bad behavior,
1: you know, completely different coverage. It's selective outrage. Well, I've got what two of the great black thinkers in America have to say about the Rogan thing coming up. Interesting. Uh, so uh, it is worth mentioning in the
2: context of the Super Bowl halftime show, which will feature a number of the great rappers of the '90s. Really, I guess. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and
1: they're both in they're enduring cultural figures. Well, Eminem All is of the them. biggest selling artist of the 2000s, the 2000 to 2010 on the mm-hmm. planet. So that was right. his his heyday. Right. Uh, It is probably worth mentioning, in the context of this, that last
2: year, 73 peace officers in the United States were killed. 73. It's the most deaths since 1995, and it's a 59% increase over 2020. Wow. Those numbers are just out. Yeah, absolutely awful. And and we've seen a number of cops, including those two kids. I mean, my God, there are kids in New York City gunned down, responding to a domestic violence call. Anyway. Um, and, and I totally get the idea that Snoop is a, a black fella, and therefore the N bomb on his lips means something different than Joe Rogan. On the other hand, if you're going to allow subtleties, if you're going to allow a discussion, then you've got to allow somebody to discuss it in the abstract as a racial slur, like you would any other racial slur. But anyway, uh, here's some, uh, fine Snoop, uh, lyrics that I wonder whether they will, uh, They will be featured during the Super Bowl. Your kids can listen to this.
1: I assume Dr. Dre's performing because we're in the middle of a pandemic, and it just seemed like the prudent thing to do. To have a doctor on hand? To have a doctor on the stage with Snoop. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Dre together, arm in arm. Dr. Dre can make sure they're staying six feet apart. Exactly. (laughs) Check their vaccine cards before they walk on stage. So here's
2: Snoop and J5 slap entitled uh, Police. All you blanks out there take your guns that you using to shoot each other and start shooting these b a m f police that'll impress a m fing n like me. I hate to even go on uh it goes on in that vein for quite some time. Uh, the
1: mainstreaming of Snoop and Dre is really hilarious. If you could go back to the early 90s when Dre was at his height and he did have told me, you know, someday Snoop and Dre and Eminem, well, I was before Eminem, but are going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. I think, wow, what kind of cultural change happened?
2: Yeah. Snoop Dogg has a video in which he sings a cover version. This is, uh, information from uh, invaluable uh, and alert listener, Jeff. Uh, He has a video in which he sings a cover version of N.W.A.'s, (laughs) and that the very name of that outfit is controversial, Uh, F. The Police, while holding his crotch in a courtroom. F. The Police, F. The Police. And Jeff says, I invite, dare, challenge everyone. Goodell, the NFL Players Association, team owners, executive board at Pepsi, Corona, NBC Sports. Uh, To demonstrate the courage of their convictions, to join with Snoop Dogg in any of his dozens of similarly depraved enterprises presented as entertainment. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. And then Joe Rogan says, is it okay to use that word in rap? And he actually says the word um, when it's out of bounds for other people. And he asks linguists and professors and black leaders and that sort of thing. But no, that's, that's an outrage so horrible. His career must be over selective fake
1: outrage. Speaking of progressives and black leaders, these guys are both. We've talked about Glenn Lowry before. He's a professor at Brown University. Uh, older black gentleman. and Founded uh, by UPS, of course. Brown University? Yes. And uh, John McCorder, who we had on for a podcast not long ago. They did a long podcast yesterday, which I will absolutely listen to today. It sounds fascinating, but here's one of the highlights from it. Um... Joe Rogan and his spoken N-word references, John McCorder calls these hysterically enacted pretenses of injury from the usual suspects performed delicacy. He called it (laughs) performed delicacy. That's pretty good. Whereas Glenn Rowry said, I'm less kind than my friend John wailing at merely hearing the word. And then he writes it wailing at merely hearing the N-word, regardless of context, is a pathetic sign of weakness. That's the thought of these two academic older black gentlemen who grew uh, up at a time when it was thrown around and Jim Crow actually existed, and it cetera, was thrown at them right. hostily. Yeah, I'm going to listen to the podcast today. I want to hear them go on about that. That's Which podcast is that? Um, I don't. I don't uh, I'll tweet it out. Yeah, it's all just right, we'll f- figure it out. One of the one of these guys tweeted out them talking to each other.
2: Yeah, and that's and and you know we've we've heard from plenty of uh, black listeners and all that agree with that notion that. The idea that, that darker-skinned Americans are so incredibly weak and pathetic that they need, you know, uh, uh, Lululemon pant-wearing social majors in the affluent suburbs to to fight their fights for them and that they just they can't accomplish anything and they're just so terrified of any strong wording. I mean, I don't know those people. Right. You know, and I've, I've interacted, uh, I'm happy to say, with folks of every stripe and nationality and race and religion and the rest of it. It's been an interesting ride, but I don't run into those people who are cringing terrified, except, and and again, we talked about this yesterday, I could blame the parents for this. We have a generation, a couple of generations of kids who are brought up to believe that every tiny offense is a catastrophe.
1: And so when they act like it's a catastrophe, you can blame them. I've uh, swallowed too much coffee today. My heart is palpitating. My eyes are sweating. I think I can feel my fingernails growing, as Hunter Thompson once said. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too much coffee. Um, so this just in Health Minister Lauterbach in Germany. And for all I know, he's one of a thousand health ministers. I don't know how many health ministers they have. But, or he's one of one. I don't know. He said, uh, it's not enough to just get on the nerves of the unvaccinated. You have to do more. And he urges the swift introduction of compulsory vaccinations in the general population. How German is that? Yeah, no kidding. What's that going to look like, uh, Doctor? Yeah, how does that explain to me the the uh, the procedure for the compulsory vaccination? Are you going to grab people? And hold yeah.
2: Them? Yeah, As they say in the shipping and logistics industry, it's the last mile problem that we're really getting hung up on. It's it's fine to make the pronouncement. It's fine to distribute the vaccines. It's fine to set up the centers where these compulsory
1: vaccinations will take place. But that that, that very, very last part, what's that going to look like? Is a guy or a couple of guys in I don't know how they'll dress. Perhaps brown shirts going to hold me there in Germany. <laughs> they give him a big fat shot in the ass, and
2: well, exactly. Are they going to like have the uh, summer Olympic team sprinting through the streets, jabbing the unjabbed? <laughs> uh, Are they going to s- make all the Germans march through march through gates that say Arbach? Make the, uh, Mach Fry. What, what is that? That's uh, the, the, the slogan, uh, work get, gets freedom, essentially, over oh. the gates of Auschwitz.
1: I suppose compulsory could mean do this or you lose your job, or do this or you get a giant fine. I suppose sure. that could mean compulsory, not yeah. holding you down. <laughs> but you it, do, it, you're all right, though. You do need to clarify. If you're going to say compulsory... You need to clarify what you mean by that. So I find myself wondering how in Germany, I assume they have the Internet, perhaps
2: a, a publication or two. How does the health minister not get the word
1: that natural immunity is at least as good as vaccinated immunity? Or I assume, I mean, I haven't looked at German numbers, but I assume like everybody else, that cases are dropping off a cliff. Right. So why now? It's impossible
2: to imagine that impulse to power, an impulse to control, an impulse to hang on to power, I think. Unless, A, you study history, or B, you've been in that position, I guess. It, it, the, explain to me how in the name of all that is holy, the various governors like Gavin Mussolini said specifically, well, children in school will still have to be masked, in spite of every responsible medical and scientific organization on Earth saying it's of no use. In fact, it's counterproductive. It does enormous damage to the children. I don't want to get too heavy, but we'll get into that later. How in the name of of, of all that is holy and unholy
1: could a Gavin Newsom cling to that policy? Somebody explain it. What the hell is going on? I don't know. It's happened in New York, so it's starting to get attention, uh, just like it's been going on on the West Coast for a long time now. Great video, viral video of a guy walking out of a store with a whole bunch of steaks stacked up in his arms. Just walking out and nobody stopping him. Uh, that, Yeah, one. walking out of the uh, Trader Joseph. That and other stuff we'll talk about on the way.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
0: Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it introducing watson x governance helping you govern any ai as data models and policies change so you can scale it responsibly let's create ai that begins with trust with watson x governance learn more at ibm.com governance ibm let's create the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. welcome to burger Yippee. would you
1: like a Pie
0: today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woo-hoo! So that's a yes on the Apple Pie? I just went big time playing High 5 Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games, yeah! So yes or no
1: on the Apple Pie? Woo!
5: I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around.
0: Have you had your High 5 moment today? Only at high 5 High 5 Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
4: High 5 Casino. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback
5: America, I'm here to tell you, there's one simple thing you can do to make this whole virus go away. Stop seeing (laughs) Spider-Man. Just stop seeing Spider-Man. Okay, think about it. When did Spider-Man come out? December 17th. When did every single person get Omicron? The week after December 17th. Stop seeing Spider-Man. Pretty
2: good uh, Joe Biden right there from James Austin Johnson. Pretty like, good. I
1: don't like his Biden that much. It's interesting because his Trump is by far, by far the best Trump anybody's ever done. There's no close second. But his Biden is just, eh, to yeah, me. I would agree. It's okay. Dana Carvey with
2: a terrific Biden. We featured that a little while back. Here's the deal. Number one, the thing
1: that they said. Come on. Number two, the two part.
4: <laughs> Folks, three,
1: you know. Come on. I'm not kidding around. No rocket science. There's, here's a deal. Now, that's great. <laughs> that really is
2: good. <laughs> he is so funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then I'm sorry, I've lost track of the uh, clip. What clip number is it? Uh, oh, oh, this is comedian Kyle Dunnigan. A number of folks, a number of you good folks, emailed the link to this mailbag at Armstrongandgetty.com. And uh, it's pretty good. Give this a, a listen.
5: We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you a message from the President of the United States. My fellow Jamaicans, our nation is in a crisis. The Decepticon variant Hobo 19 is still killing fat people. <laughs> Inflation is destroying our fire jars, and now that Ukraine is being oh, wait, sexually, wait, sexually raped. Wait That's why I've to stop. I've got to gather my wits
1: to fully enjoy that. It's that guy's, that guy's no. slurring about slurring. I'm just... <laughs> Now his, oh, his actual voice imitation, just okay. Oh, but that slurring of words oh. and making words, that is, oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that's oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's, that, he's got that nailed. All right, Michael, start it again. <laughs> it, it gets better,
3: too.
5: <laughs> we interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you a message from the President of the United States. My fellow Jamaicans, our nation is in a crisis. The Decepticon variant Hobo 19 is still killing fat people. Inflation is destroying our fire jars, and now that Ukraine is being sexually sexually raped, <laughs> that is why I've asked Congress to order a full-scale attack on Joe Rogan. To uh, not 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 Joe Rogan, the, the Russian guy, the, the guy with the shirt, Hootie Tang man, he's a bad dude. We, we, we gotta come together, man. Get this guy. He's got all, he's got our cranes. He's got all the cranes. We we need for the better, 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 better build better bill back, the build back bit, bit of better, the better. The bit of better build back the bit better build back better plan, man. You say it three times fast, pal. You say it. Guy piece of shit, guy over here. <laughs>
2: oh oh. <laughs> whispers cursing people. He didn't actually say any bad words there, by the way. We listened to that very carefully, but uh wow. Wow, that is funny.
1: Yeah, the come just, on, the just nonsensical words. Are, the, I mean, that's the batichev care. You know, just like that, what, what was that? Flat <laughs> <laughs>
2: care. Did he say our <laughs> fart drives? <laughs> the funny. Russian, the guy with the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a uh, Republican, a uh, Republican Congress fellow. I was just reading about who's demanding that. Uh, actually it's Ronnie Jackson come to think of it he was the former White House physician guy he's demanding that Biden take a uh, a, a cognitive uh, th- what do you call it a are you cognitive test um it, 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 because of uh, all the all the obvious things and uh, sudden mood changes and and quick temper and slurring and he, pressure and he lays out all sorts of reasons Biden ought to uh, take the test. I don't know that if that's good for national
1: security. Nah, yeah, yeah. I
2: don't know that we need to hammer it. Everybody knows,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't see any upside to that um, politically. I can see how it would be uh beneficial to you know the opponents but for america i don't i don't see any upside you
2: know what i need to start doing touting uh january i got to check the date exactly but uh two years and a day after biden was inaugurated because that's when they will invoke the 25th amendment i Mm -hmm. believe or he will just resign and uh, president kamala will will begin her glorious reign as i predicted
5: it is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day
1: Yeah. By the way, somehow it has become a national tradition that on our national holiday that is the Super Bowl, the president gets interviewed at halftime. I don't know who started that. Remember, Obama did it, I think, first, and then Trump did it several times. And now Joe Biden will be interviewed by Lester Holt on NBC during halftime. Who wants that? I couldn't hate that more. I know. Of all the times, it just seems so... uh... Incongruous. It's just so weird. It's just such an odd setting. Got a bunch of people uh, uh, around from all kinds of different backgrounds. We're having fun. We're eating. We're drinking. Let's throw politics into the mix. What? Nobody wants that. But well, and I remember O'Reilly interviewing Trump
2: and all. It's uh, is it that the president wants that uh, forum where for once people are going to be paying attention, or what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea at all.
1: I just came across this. I've started watching Jake Tapper's show every day on CNN as part of my daily news feed. And now that Jonah Goldberg has joined, uh, I'll I'll like it even more, I suppose. Anyway, apparently he was talking about uh, Hollywood and its relationship with China yesterday, because I just came across this quote. Uh, Jake Tapper pointing out that we have not had a major studio put a movie into production with China as the villain in more than a decade. Wow. When we were young, Russians or the Soviet Union, practically every movie, that was the villain. But not now, not
2: with China. No, that's no. interesting. Tapper's become quite the China hawk. I appreciate it. He is definitely yep. a uh, an island of sanity in the cesspool that is
1: CNN. China's most popular films are anti-American films. That's yep. their most popular box office hits. Are made-up movies about uh, uh, them destroying us militarily. That's what people go see in the theater. But our artists kowtow to the communists. (laughs) Which culture will win that
3: battle? Hmm. Armstrong and Getty.
0: High five casino.